Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this in 3D. Oh, it has indeed. It has indeed. Yeah. I'm, I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. We're coming at you in 3D. And it's that time of year again. We're coming up on <laughs> a big date. We get one like every year, sometimes two, right? And we've, got, we've gotten a pretty good groove of watching and recording a big Friday the 13th episode every time they've got one. Yeah, they don't come often. I feel like I used to think that they came like every other month. <laughs> I used to be like, didn't we just do Did that? I just, just watch Friday the 13th movies? <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, I think it's been like 10 months. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they're not as common. I don't know. They all, get, they all blur together. You know, you start watching these movies... They all blur together. I, I, I think that's kind of what we were talking about before. Like, Yeah, man. Like, I love Friday the 13th movies. I've seen almost every one, you know, multiple times, three, four times. And I have, like, facial blindness <laughs> to all of them. I forget which ones get, get killed in which I mean, place. You that, know, The I, hockey mask doesn't help. I mean, we never... I, so it's this great feeling of every time I watch Friday the 13th, I get to enjoy it all over again. And I always love them more. <laughs> I always love them more oh, than man. I remembered I did. Yeah, we just watched Friday the 13th. Part three in three D. In three D, we had with the, glasses. the glasses. I have the headache to prove it. Oh man, <laughs> it's like playing a virtual boy <laughs> where people it are was getting like, harpooned. For me, it was like watching this movie again for the first time. Have like, you ever I, seen it in three D? No, no, really, no. Oh, that's great. This was a first time. And that's it awesome. was It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was really uh, cool. I really love it. I, I think I think this movie kind of rocks. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth like, kicks ass, huh? This three D is awesome. This one is like way better than I remember it. Being. Yeah, I, I love enjoyed, this. One. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Yeah, we've gone about picking these totally random, which has kind of led us down a weird path. Yeah, where we knocked out the first one, which is great. The first one's oh, a yeah. classic, total classic. It holds up so well, way more than it gets credit for, even. Yeah, and it gets credit. And then we kind of picked off a couple of, picked <laughs> off Jason X, which I love. Sure. God, it's so good. Yeah. And Freddy versus Jason, which is just deep in my rear view. And <laughs> <laughs> Never need to see that one again. But so we've done a few now, and we haven't hit ones that I would consider, like, my absolute favorites. Like, you know, yeah, two classic. Four, yeah, like, the ones that define this. And, you know, 3D kind of got me really back into watching them a bunch. When I was unemployed a decade ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 3D was is just the right amount of fun and also really good. Yeah, this is a a tense, scary movie with some amazing score, actual mm-hmm. great direction, and uh, good looking characters outside of the worst character in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh no! But no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I know, who you're, I know who you're talking about. We'll this is a there. movie that I I I really love it. I was very surprised by how much I was into this movie watching yeah. it because I was really like when we were doing our random draw, we had some heavy hitters yeah. down at the very end, like two and four were still in play, and I don't think either of us were as amped to see. The only reason we were amped to see three was because the finalist was Jason Takes Manhattan, and was, I don't think yeah. we're ready to cover the two hours 
that it'll take. I'm starting to, to wonder how to dive into that why episode. why we're doing this random draw thing. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to be getting so good all the dregs first. That means we're gonna. That's well, what, we, we, that's when a movie like 3D will pounce out and surprise you. Yeah, I this think one so. shot so high up my little internal Friday the Thirteenth list. Big time. This is a hit. This one's iconic. Yeah, I mean, not only do we get the introduction of the hockey mask, which is that famous piece of trivia. Sure, he doesn't get the hockey mask till part three. Right, but it you is get murdered like, in your house by a random phone it caller. Really yeah, is no, iconic. It is, man. And this movie was huge. Yeah, this is a blockbuster for horror. This was the second highest grossing horror film of that year because Poltergeist was a juggernaut. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this was 1982, man. That's when horror was still regularly in theaters. So and This was maybe like 15 months after part two had come out. Yeah. Like it was the next summer. <laughs> it was, right. Like, we're on this train. But it was beaten like clobbering movies like Halloween 3 and mm. The Thing. Like people did oh, not yeah. want that for Halloween 3. Oh, Friday no. the Thirteenth gave them everything a Friday the Thirteenth fan would want. I think so. Like, yeah. whereas Halloween Three is, you know, amazing. It wasn't Mike Myers stabbing fourteen mm-hmm. people. Friday the Thirteenth in three D was that and more. <laughs> this was giving the people what they wanted, and it grossed huge. I think that's a good way to put it. I got what I wanted in this movie. Yeah, you you just want to see Jason stalking and killing. You don't need to know anything about these characters. Yeah. And this movie doesn't tell you. I mean, if, if I'm a 1982 horror fan, of course I'm going to be into The Thing and Creep Show and Slumber Party Basker and yeah. all those. I mean, 1982 is still the prime years of horror. But this was just. This is a theater movie, man. Can you imagine being there in 82 in 3D? Mm-hmm. Big bucket of popcorn watching <laughs> nothing but stupid kills and actually really nicely set up horror. Yeah. And really bad and uh, obvious 3D effects. <laughs> the and 3D. Setups. So the thing about this that I think that really stood out to me watching this time is I think the dumbest 3D effects. So we're talking the juggling. Sure. There's a 3D effect in here, folks, where they're juggling <laughs> and we get the top-down view. So we, the balls are just flying at we you. We get a lot of like from get a t- juggle bottom off. up or top-down. Yeah, yeah to we get 3D. so many unconventional dumb angles just to film something three i've never had so many poles shoved at my face oh in a movie sticks and bats at least five and... of the effects are like a stick kind of coming towards you yeah <laughs> not quite a udo kier dying on his uh... but most of them are like unintentional <laughs> like just someone holding a bat it's just a guy moving a couch it's and like, the couch corner moves watch out, towards you almost you. hit that camera guy yeah but so there's so many unconventional dumb shots Excluding the the passing a J, sure passing a joint towards the camera. That's a that's that's a that's when like when the shot gets completed on a set. Like that's one of the days where everybody clapped. Like I said, iconic. We caught the J, folks. Yeah, we did it. This thing's got the hockey mask (laughs) and it's got the joint getting passed to the audience. This is an iconic movie. It's the president. Yeah. We got the J shot. But then I kind of like the 3D in all the moments where there's just grass in the foreground. Yeah, man. The and there's depth a fence that it in adds the foreground. Is that, so all the stupid shots, I think, yeah. are what people laugh about. And it overshadows some of the really great <laughs> horror setups that this guy had. The depth of the 3D ads is really cool. You know, when you can see Jason approaching in a distance, you mm-hmm. get like a much better sense of like the space yeah they do a really great job of him running towards you but not 
that part's not that obvious. Yeah, it's and not just bursting ha- through the camera comedically, but him yeah. reaching yeah. is. So you get the Jason arms reaching out of you. That's cool. That's good stuff. And they just really like the stairwell, just like the the barn and having that depth in that uh-huh. scene is like really great. It's great. Yeah. The uh, it worked man, really well. Even just that camera shot passing through the sheets. Oh, the fluttering. sheets in the beginning. Isn't that look that good? laundry was like creepy? <laughs> that was hell. so scary. How are sheets so creepy? Yeah, it was that that felt very uh, Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah, like. Michael Myers that the, the, the opening 10 to 15, well, the opening 5 to 10 is just Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah. We open with just oh. a full uncut ending. I just I love the era of movies where they're they, previously on <laughs> yeah. Friday the 13th. Just jumps you in. And it even says, without explaining, it's just like, so you won't need your 3D glasses for the first, like, five, six minutes of this. But yeah. then you will. You will. Trust me. No us. prompt. It's just like, all right, so watch this thing that's up front and then put them on. Yeah. But you'll need them. And it does not warn you when that 3D comes in. You're watching just oh, no. the entire ending of 2. And then the 3D credits just <laughs> rush at the screen, like scrambling to get my glasses on. The credits are not my favorite. <laughs> the credits are the same thing. I'm oh, not a fan. Just the title credits. The, it's like they're trying to do the Superman credits, like yeah. bursting out at you, but they're really bad. I don't think they're really in 3D. And then... It, it's it, the credits are fake 3D. Following huh? that, like Friday the Thirteenth original like logo, where the big mm. block thirteen is yeah. coming at you, smashes through the window and and blows you... up in part two, and it's like part two <laughs> in steel, <laughs> right. like Terminator. And looking. even you remember the you logo for part that. three with the cool like stone kind of craggy lettering. Saggy yeah, with the, the butcher the, knife stuck in the like it was made out of from a the dock. trailer. Yeah, yeah, it had like a wood grain three D yeah. look. Friday the Thirteenth with the, 3D with the machete the stuck in into 3D. the wood. Yeah, where, that's a cool logo. What happened to that? Why wasn't that in there? Instead, it's like the Weird Al in three D logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, the, like you said, the score is great, but the theme Dude. music in the in the credits as no. well is is no. no I'm nope. sorry. Nope. I'll fight you. That that is like the a Sven Gulli intro. Saves. <laughs> The boring like 3D credits, man. That's like Manfred. This is one of oh, my, this might be the best Manfredini Friday the Thirteenth score. It's a great as score. a whole overall I'm not movie. Argue with that. His it's pretty busy during the it's this during like the credits fo- though. All right, think of it. If you were seeing that being performed during like Stop Making Sense, you would think it was the coolest shit. Ever. And it's like this funky in a disco, like dancing. like Talking Heads kind of jungle. Like, it's what is this theme? For? It's a lot, especially when every credit is just the Superman shoosh, shoosh. Like, yeah. oh, but it's got this like rhythm and the Jason disco breathing. It's oh, like this yeah. rhythmic like. <laughs> like this like he's mar- marching a beat to this like s- <laughs> it's like i know you gotta try to find new things but that wasn't working for me. oh wow i love it <laughs> but then we get the right into beat. the sheets like right after the yeah, credits then, then they hit you with the sheets we get into the sheets we get our <laughs> we get Harold. first cartoonish uh couple of characters here harold r.i.p harold man he was a real one we spend a lot of time with this opening we get like 10 to 15 minutes with harold and his young battle axe how much yeah the first first act of this movie is just one couple at a store and uh yeah he's eating the donuts and petting a rabbit and peanuts out of a we're just following him 
We're just checking out a, a little snapshot of Harold's and life. And then he's like, got to go to the bathroom. We'll follow him in there, too. <laughs> yeah, we follow we follow several we go, people into the bathroom. There's a lot of bathroom yeah. usage in this movie. <laughs> We're following people in close. It's crazy because this movie has no plot whatsoever, except a group of friends goes out to barn and gets killed. But a girl, ha- but our main character had a bad, bad thing happen to her at this place, which yeah, she's, she's really tight-lipped about. She's the only one who's given any kind of like character... To work with, I think she's great. Uh, she's Chris good. is a Chris is a really good final girl for for this kind of movie. But it's just so funny how it's so obvious that everything went into making these three D effects and, know, and all of that, and that part of it, and the characters are just like I, I don't think know. These characters uh, kind of got. I, I'm kind of <laughs> charmed by a lot of them. I think all the girls are cute. I like Vera. Vera gets stuck with Shelly. Shelly's an absolute bummer. Shelly's man. just a bring down. Shelly's broken. Shelly's a broken, empty dude, man. <laughs> He's been through some. Shelly is a husk. He's like nineteen years old and just dead. He's supposed to be like the comic relief, but he is. Black nobody inside, likes him, man. Nobody laughs at him. There's evil. You are one. All these movies. There's a movies like Evil Dead and those kind of things where you're just like these friends all hate each other. Yeah, every one of these friends is just at each other's throats. Everybody's vibing perfectly and just doesn't like Shelly. Except Shelly. He is just a, he's not smoking a, he's not passing the joint. He brings his whole prop comic vaudeville trunk Yeah, in the van. What a dud. Bad vibes. And he's constantly just dropping those feathers where it's just like, well, I would go skinny dipping if I was skinnier. It's <laughs> like, shut up, Shelly. Just well, take your shorts off. Fat. You know, white kid afro going, which is like, Rough you can look. do something with that. Yeah, he's not helping himself. But I did notice the first time this time that the guy refers to him as his roommate. Not oh. His, not his friend. It's true. So <laughs> you, you, I wondered why you let out this little like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why he's, he, they can't get rid of him. <laughs> that's how we got him here. Yeah. I've he's had, just around all the I've time. roommates like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, my roommate. Is uh, he's here coming with us? I guess he's over here. <laughs> he knew I would be here, and here he is. Wow, yeah, that does make a lot. I of don't more know sense. why they have the thirty-five-year-old pot-smoking couple in the in the group. I didn't. Oh, I didn't know if they were roommates or somebody's uncle. They are just chain joint smoking through this whole oh, movie. Man. They're That's filling up thing. a filling up a whole van with smoke. That's their thing. <laughs> Everyone's got a thing. I like their things. Vera, oh man, Vera, I think that's her name. Gets set up with the blind date with Shelly, which is tough because she has one of these all-time Ralph Wiggum like heartbreaking reactions, <laughs> where she has this awful drag-out fight with her mother that we hear through the door, and then she has to come out and find out she's saddled up with Shelly for the weekend. Yeah, and she just lets out this like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like ah. Uh. Guys, well, Shelly's wearing like a mask when he goes to meet this girl. It's like, what a creep. He gets he gets called a lot of names deservedly so in this movie. <laughs> he get he deserves every single thing he gets in this flick. He's a jerk. He's an asshole. He, he, I think he, this that's the only moment the stoner girl isn't chill. Well, it's when she leans yeah, right. directly into his face and calls him an asshole and is right to do so. <laughs> 
He's a guy who must have seen Harold and Maude at too young of an age. I was like, that's what I'll do. How can I'll be guy... the guy that pretends to kill myself Man, every you time. get a lot of in-depth into the inner sadness and blackness of Shelley. Like, too much. Like you said, everything... he's supposed to be the comic relief, but every part of him is just the dude crying in his car at the end of Last American Virgin. <laughs> everything he says is just like, it's better to be a jerk than be a nobody. It's like, oh my god, yeah. this guy is damaged what happened to Shelly and it's great because he's like 1982 fat which means he's like 170 pounds everybody else is cut and lean and he's just he's wearing like size 34 a little stocky that's about it he's got a super fat face yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like William Forsyth William Forsyth isn't like a a fat guy well so he's now he gets fat but yeah like Younger Willie Forsyth always had the fat face. Yeah, it's fat Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of Jonah Hill vibes to him. He's got the kind of skinny, loose skin body of lost weight Jonah Hill. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> with, awkward? Like, but with the super, super bad, bad afro. <laughs> Shelly's a tragic character. Uh, One that we barely get to see die, which is a true. real kick. Shelly's got to okay. So Shelly is the one that brings the hockey mask into this world. Yeah, so with you got to give him that stupid prop much. comic trunk, and, right? And a harpoon gun, a working harpoon Gosh, gun. Gosh, where did he get that wetsuit? Well, I don't know. It was in the, <laughs> what the Mary Poppins bag he brought with him. Apparently, what a, what a camping disaster. Shelly tagging along. <laughs> but yeah, he he dies off screen, but then shows up like ten minutes later. With we get some pretty good still living. Yeah, we get some pretty great sh- people showing up later. But yeah. like you said, we're spending a lot of time with Harold and his early aged battle axe of a wife. Oh yeah, yeah. She was acting like an old battle axe, but that woman was barely pissed. was thirty two. That Harold fucked up one like, p- one bit of sheet, and the second he pulled a sheet off the line, there was like a damn it, Harold. Oh, she, she was, was just on it. She was ready. She was on his case. She was waiting ready for, for him to. She was yelling from a window, like she was just waiting for Harold to blow it. But she's like, "Why you got to be so dirty?" <laughs> Harold didn't seem like the most hygienic guy. Oh no! In fairness to this battle, as as horrifying as this movie is, nothing is more horrifying than the thought of the dirty shopkeeper who just opens up the nuts and has a few or before has, going has, to his has, o- has a sip of the oj that you're gonna buy the next day yeah and then oh. goes out and sits in his open air toilet <laughs> just, what? <laughs> why well eating one of the donuts but that's straight what i mean it's the like box. they couldn't think of anything else to give this guy to do <laughs> like i like harold man once i've warmed over like, to him once i found he keeps a bunny working in, on a car or he something keeps a bunny in like fresh veggies He's giving him like yeah, like radish grass friends. and stuff. That's cute. It was just so, everything felt like that in this movie, where it's just like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go inside and explore. Like there's no real character development. <laughs> it's just people moving around on camera. But it's it's I, a real I comfort food kind of flick. Though. Oh yeah, that's the kind of thing. It's it's a real crowd pleaser. In like I said, it's giving him everybody that showed up in 1982 to see this. Yeah. This had to be a blast to see. There had to be a reason this was making big money. The word of mouth must have been great. The combination of the gimmick, because it's not like Jaws 3D was making big money. A bad 3D was, movie. Yeah. Plenty of bad 3D movies I was were say, tanking. Was, was this like an early 80s 3D revival oh, thing, no. or was I Jaws think, 3D already happening? There was a lot of stuff. There was even cheaper ones like in the year or two after this. Movies like Silent Madness. Like yeah. a lot of cheap horror flicks were were still using this. It's weird as a how gimmick. that like seems to come around every like 
15 years it's like here we go 3d yeah, re- again we're gonna put it in the superhero movies within now. like 12 with what five ten years ago it was just oh every movie is gonna be in 3d now yeah. there's gonna be a 3d option for everything now when dune came out in 3d like i would have had to drive all the way down to the city to see you know the yeah. like now you gotta seek out the 3d again so i don't know it's on the way out but yeah it'll it'll come back again as the wave of the future it's always the future but this 80s 3D with the red and the blue glasses. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. No. And, this, is, uh, this is great. I've never like, seen this in the theater, I mean, but man. Did you grow up with like books, like 3D? Like, oh, of I, course. I had the little like 3D magazines with the little paper glasses. Oh, yeah. You'd look at I would get, there was like a, Ninja Turtles there was like a Muppets magazine. Yeah. They would have 3D stuff in it. Oh, yeah. I loved the instant, instantly impressed with the gimmick. I had you know, my. Uh, loved it. I had my Freddy's Dead. 3D glasses that came with the laser disc. Oh, those wow. Are, those are good. We're, we'll have to do that. that Is this our first time talking about a 3D has movie? has to be. Probably. Has it was good. Be. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> right? It, the 3D actually think, added to it. I mean, it did make everything look... I mean, I'd like to watch the movie again just to see... Mm-hmm. This is a well-shot movie again. The colors probably look a it lot better in, without though. the glasses, but I, I, the depth and focus that the, it provides The glasses is color, I think, adds a lot to it. Yeah. Honestly, it gives it a weird kind of neo-vibe to go with I agree. That, that I really liked. It does, it, and, and I think just the nostalgia of, of having those glasses on was kicking me in, but, but mm-hmm. it it really drew me into the scenes where it's just the guy looking around a barn for five minutes. Right. It's very cool. It really is. You're looking out for. You're stuff. seeing bugs flitting around yeah, in the yeah. background. You know, it's really adding this other extra character to these the scenes. Yeah, it really, as you say, there isn't really a plot. You just get jumped into these characters. It's a total classic B movie. These characters that none of us know show up to a secluded place for a yeah. weekend. You know, there's been millions of them, and run, it all hinges on the charm and the effects, and yeah. with all the music, with all the tension. I was a sucker for every single Harry Manfredini way too long of a held note. Yeah. When you were just, it's like he was waiting, you make 20 seconds through all these, like holding this shrill note, extended length while somebody's fumbling for their keys. And it's just making you like clench Uh for extra seconds that you're like, okay, when's the guy showing up? Oh my God. It's still happening. Like, but great. Oh yeah, but it then, actually added some of these this power. Yeah, the music really built these scenes. Yes, it created some tension in scenes out of nothing. Just to have a cello going do 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 do, like Jaws style. I mean, the but score like, is yeah. the score is so good that half of this movie is somebody tiptoeing through a barn with really only a partial reason to be even the slightest bit suspicious. <laughs> We're really only suspicious so much of the time because of these scraping strings, right? That Manfredini's doing, but it works. Yeah. Well, nobody knows they're getting hunted in this movie no. until it's too late. Like, There's a lot of deaths in this. I guess movie. this is the only one of these movies where no one says the name Jason. Oh, yeah. None of these people actually know who this guy is. Yeah, he's just some guy in a hockey mask. So with the beginning of uh, part two getting tacked on at the beginning, was this originally supposed to be like the girl that survived too? I assume that would have been... It's the same director. Uh, I don't think this is supposed to be the same girl as... No, 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 no. I'm saying like maybe was the plan originally supposed to be that girl returning? Because the director returns, you'd think the survivor. I did read that they had offered her... <laughs> She's like, and she declined. No, it yeah. ruined my life. Actually, yeah, the, the did, weirdest people in the world now constantly that, harass me. Yeah, that girl from part two did not want to be in the sequel, and then I think this one was originally supposed to be like the end. 
And that's why they have him laying dead at the end. <laughs> yeah, he looks, he dies a bunch in this. And then, yeah, it's it's such a weird evolution because it's, it's like, how does part two have this man version of a child that dies in part one? Yes. And then in part three, they're like, I don't know, just keep it going. Just, yeah, make just, him a hulking beast he now. He just keeps walking around. He, you know... The, he looks totally different yeah. than he does That's why I'm wondering two. why the inclusion of the part two. Is it just like, remember this kick-ass movie from a year ago? Yeah, it is kind of like, remember, this is the guy from with the bag head, but he's going to look different He's going to look one. totally different it's in every way, and worry. this girl and none of these people will be back. And also, the yeah, the main girl in this movie had an encounter with him two years ago, yeah. which would have been before part two, where he's like, practice. You'll see that in like people. an hour. Yeah. And don't worry, it won't mean anything. I mean, because this is not... I'd understand it if the movie was like 82 minutes long. This is a 95-minute movie. Yeah. Really, want to run nice and tight without the genuinely great ending of two. Just like, oh, yeah, that was really great. But that's what I mean. I think that's just what movies did back <laughs> yeah. then. It makes me think of uh, Maniac Cop, at least. Picture right? like a Godfather just showing... <laughs> Godfather <laughs> 2 just gearing up the last five. You guys that remember this. Won a bunch of awards a couple years ago. Everybody <laughs> saw it. You all saw it. Just, yeah. Temple of Doom just starts with the end of Raiders. Yeah, man. It was, this a thing? This, this, so, this feels up. like a weird Nazis thing. Nazis getting blown up. Then it's like, and now the next one. And so it feels like such an amateur move. You know, you think you're going to go in getting a movie like Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Which is, that's got, that's the most right. egregious, It does man. feel like they're just padding. Yeah, you feel the, like you're going to be getting a lot of filler. It kind of surprises me how creative a lot of it is. And I think that's got to be, that's got to be this guy, Steve Miner. Yeah, I, the director. You knew his name. I wasn't familiar with his work. This guy's had a career. I just knew, yeah, I knew that he had done part two. He did. And then uh, looking him up, it's like, oh, he's done a bunch oh, he's of did, stuff. He's had a great career. He did House. He did One house that we've right we've talked this. regularly about doing house as yeah. an episode that'll have to come up. I think so. Tons of TV, big stuff now. Wonder Years back in the eighties. Then years. a bunch of weird. <laughs> He's done some weird movies. He did. He did a movie called. I remember this came out when I was like ten. It's called Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, mm. and it's about horse diving. It's like What's a kids' <laughs> movie. It's yeah. about the sport. Or the attraction of horse diving. Oh, wow. Which is like a fair attraction where a horse falls <laughs> off a high thing. Into Pe- some water? Into water. Okay. Into like a pool. But people just sit around in a in a circle and watch a horse fall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just watch a horse fall like 10 to 20 feet, man. People didn't That's have TV cool. at a certain point, so you went to watch a horse drop, right? I mean, I've never seen a horse fall out of the air. And Steve Miner's like, they've made movies about horses. Uh, yeah. Nobody's made the movie about horse diving. About a girl whose dream it is to run away to the fair and horse dive. That's like he his nightmare it. alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> horse diving? I was born for it. I was born to horse dive, mama. You know what a horse diver is? You know, it's only temporary. (laughs) Till we run out of horses. (laughs) What's the frequency of horse dive success? Oh man, I gotta wa- We gotta do this episode. See, now that must have come at a time where horses were big. Like maybe eight seconds just came out or something. 
And they're like, horses are big. What else you got? We've done riding them. Uh, diving? Yeah, I remember people used to do that and then shoot them when there's, something went wrong. Like, well, Let's make a PG there's, movie about it. There's a play called it. Equus where he blinds a bunch of horses. Oh, uh, man. Maybe it was a sequel to They Shoot Horses, Don't They? Oh, they... But that has to be. It. He did. That's beautiful. Big time bust. My father, the hero. Oh this yeah. This guy tackled weird yep. PG thirteen busts, and then like Lake Placid. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween H two O also. Oh, Big double minor dude. He did Halloween and a couple of Friday Trains and House. You can make all the horse dive That's movies legit. you want, sir. <laughs> you had you had a career. Yeah. That, I would love it if that was like his project. The horse De pa- one. De Palma's like, I'm gonna make body double. I gave you a hit. This is for me. Yeah. Yeah. I want Brian this guy like, to be just like, I wanna make wild hearts can't be broken. <laughs> like, like was Ice Castle somebody's like, I'm making Ice Castle. I bet. I gave you Friday the thirteenth three D. Back to that. And <laughs> this guy is this guy, I think, is gotta be to credit. For how great this movie looks and how great some of the setups to these kills are. Mm-hmm. And the kills are all pretty, pretty Dude, sicko stuff the, in this. The kills in this movie are top notch. Yeah. That's what I think really, again, another iconic thing is like there's a lot of really good kills. Yes. In this movie. And I'm not always the guy. what co- I want on that. I'm like not sure. always the guy that's like, yeah, what's the best kill in this? But a lot of these are just a lot of satisfying thwackings. Yeah. The harpoon through the eye is probably the most known that's the, the iconic harpoon gun coming franchise you, right when you first see him in the mask that's when you first see him for the first time oh yeah Pointing out the on the dock we get you talk about great setup shots that get overlooked by silly juggling 3d balls mm-hmm. jason coming through that broken glass window oh man it, where he pauses yeah. in the full mask stepping through that window that's the shot right there man that's the poster exactly print it yeah, frame it, him on the dock, it. holding holding that gun. Like, geez, this guy's a this guy's like a crazed Vietnam vet now. He's yeah. Iron Man all of a sudden on the dock. Yeah, throw when, after he throws Rick through the window, come through the window. Yeah, climbing through. There's that pause, and you know they put that pause in because they're like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah, this looks sick. Him hanging, opening the doors oh, to yeah. his hanging body. That's that's so scary, shot. man. Iconic that shot. is scary. Those are all great shots, and man, I don't know if there's that many other great payoffs mm-hmm. in the rest of the franchise. This, like I said, this movie just—I love all these movies. Last time I watched Jason Takes Manhattan, I loved that more. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? I actually do love this I one. I think I like these movies. Like a lot. only Freddy versus Jason went down. All yeah. the others are like these are the best. But I mean, when he. When when Jason hacks that dude while he's walking on his hands, oh man, so satisfying. Just bone tomahawks him right down the taint. This asshole who's out here juggling and walking on his hands. All actually, all the guys in this movie are yeah, man, are dicks. Yeah, Rick is a dick. <laughs> yeah, Rick is just Shelley's a, a dick. That's why I think Chris, none of them listen to the no to the women. None of them are even. That's why Vague or, or Chris is such a strong final girl because uh, that dude's just trying to get, get in her pants the whole time. He's very he is, vocal about he is that. One, he is very clear about what he expects, and she is so good about setting firm sexual boundaries, mm. staying focused, leading him on gently and warmly. She's a strong woman. 
This one deserved to survive. Yeah, but these yeah. guys are all dick bags, man. I hate I, I hated all these dudes. Like these yeah. guys were all rough, and Shelly's the worst, and that's got to be tough. Knowing every one of these other guys is an asshole too. Well, Rick is like this guy who's uh, trying to court our our main girl yeah. by basically assaulting her, and then basically being, constantly just yeah harassing like, her. And did it just get colder in here when <laughs> she tries to ward off his? She advances. could be a little more communicative about her trauma. He's trying to understand, and she's really yeah. like he doesn't know how bad it is. Also, this one girl who's just vague. She could have saved herself a lot of trouble. By describing what happened to her earlier to everyone, because they are just pranking the shit out of everyone <laughs> with nothing but traumatic forest horror. That she's already had the worst moment of her lives. So the only usefulness of Rick is when she finally breaks down and describes her trauma. Cause that is scary, man. Her struggle with Jason, some of the some of the scariest actual fight with Jason in the series. Yeah, it's really messed up. She it- she recalls uh falling asleep in the woods and being attacked by him and it's very he's got a it's very like rapey well yeah which friday the 13th doesn't get rapey typically uh yeah another yeah trivia bit is that it was supposed to be rapier okay they they cut it back because they were like jason's not a rapist yeah that's good that's a good decision. They, yeah, they were Keep like, him just a hulking simpleton. They're like, we do not want a to make more simpleton. of these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to go with him. Smart if he's choice. A yeah, yeah. I wonder how the how the. I mean, it was the same year as Amityville Two Possession. It was mm. like, should we do the incest thing in the sequel? <laughs> so I don't know. People were making wild decisions in '82 about the direct. Halloween's like, do we need the main draw anymore? <laughs> like sequels were making weird <laughs> choices Irish in '82. Yeah, yeah, they were making weird decisions. So I think that's one that we can celebrate <laughs> moving in the well, right again, direction. It doesn't really do anything to the movie or. or- the plot. You're talking characters. about things that don't really do anything for the movie, <laughs> but we get just a bite gang. Oh, you, what a what a great three randos show up just to get axed. Is it a gang if there's only three of them? It's it's, it's a growing a, gang. It's, a trio. it's either a depleted gang or a growing gang. Okay, they talk a tough game though. They look tough in their one scene, and then like bumbling boobs in their one other scene. Suddenly they're the three Stooges. Do we get a bike gang name? They have spiders mm. on their on their on their vests, but I think that was like the one guy's name was Spider, and then like oh, so I think they all had, had their spider own thing. Vest. The other the, the the guy that's dressed like Scott Thompson as a greaser, <laughs> yes, that's Especially he's got like a skull he, on the back. He looks when they do the close up a, on him before a kids he in the hall level characterization <laughs> yeah. of a biker. <laughs> it's like when when Scott Thompson plays a local town drug. And he's just like a punk <laughs> with his sweat back blonde hair and one bandana. Just like the cigarette hanging out of his lip <laughs> yeah. a little too sexually. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're all like real lean and slit. It's like instead of like the burly kind of bike gang, it's more like trash. They're Bronx hungry. warriors. Yeah. They're a lean group, right? They're like, they're like siphoning gas and yeah, it's pretty low rent bike gang. Yeah, and they get they get taken care they of. They get taken quickly. care of in succession. Yeah. by Jason until we get the most <laughs> unexpected late movie return ever. I'm not talking about a MacGuffin or like a <laughs> Deus Ex Machina in a movie. Ali just burst through the door. Nobody's thought about Ali in like an hour. After twelve, well, he's you know by the timeline of this movie, he's been out for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, he's like. 
coming back like Scatman in The Shining <laughs> for one last hurrah. Just burst through a door and gets, gets axed. Up. Dude, I had forgotten all about any of the bikers. That was the last guy I would have expected to burst in. That was pretty funny. What a what a hilarious shot. I well, love like, it. They were like, we got to... Yeah, it's like they killed Rick too early. Yeah. Because Rick should have been the guy to do that. And Rick gets... As soon as they get back to the house, <laughs> Rick gets his head squashed like a oh, melon. Man. Another a, iconic moment, dude, honestly. The all the stuff with Jason getting Rick was so good. That shot... Dude, you're talking about another frame this. Yeah. That's the shot of Jason holding Rick just around the corner yeah. from Chris. That that, is, that's scary. That is so well shot. God, that looked good. Yeah. And yeah, the 3D... Di- oh, it looks so good, man. I'm so into this movie now. Yeah. This the, is a to- the biker this is like a chick top- with the uh, pitchfork in her neck. That was good. I love that biker chick. When she trips in the hay and falls inches from oh, a pitchfork yeah. and just does a... Oh, shit. That's the best acting in the movie. That's the- is her like, shit. Yeah. I almost oh, got yeah. I think we've all had one of those moments where you're like, oh, oh. I, I skated on that one. That could have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> Narrowly avoided that. You know, you barely stop in time with a sudden try. Like, whoo, mm-hmm. nailed that one. <laughs> Living to fight another day. And yeah, that was great. That movie, I keep using the dumb word setup, but... It was really good. Other than the Ali MacGuffin, it was really yeah. great at setting up a bunch of almost kills or almost scares before a real actual like pitchfork through the body happens. Mm. Really great about setting up false, you know, false sounds. Every all the sound design is so coolness. Yeah, I just yeah, it's an it, experience, man. And and the kind of the way like Jason is always in the shadow before he gets the mask. He's always like in the back, and you kind of just see part of him. Yeah, the way that the biker chick's swinging on the rope and then cuts back and the rope's just swinging without her—it's like, yeah, a lot of cool moments like that. Yeah, that I don't think I ever paid attention to <laughs> watching this movie before. Yeah, because you really can't get past like how bad the dialogue is and and just yeah, like like what are we doing here? You could tell but a lot once of you time get past that. It's like, oh, this is really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, There's like I said, the there. the crafting of like how these scenes get set up when you're working with a movie that does have no plot you're just going with a series of vignettes yeah somewhat seem like unrelated so the fact that it (laughs) stays together as well as it does has to be testament to the his unbroken wild heart of (laughs) (laughs) of steve Viner. but even stuff like man the stone hippie making like just waking up from the couch he was when he's making popcorn and catching kernels in his mouth the joint hanging out of his mouth there's Again, of, hitting up, hitting the head. Yeah, there's a lot of moments where you're like, a toilet this, this, sitting. This looks nice. The girl's sitting on the what? Sitting in her hammock with a fangoria. The hammock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get a, ha- a lot of hammock sex. Her kill was good. A lot, all the kills were good. With the guy's body above her in the rafters. Oh, that was cool. Oh, with the with the blade with the, pushing like, out half. through her chest. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, the blood dripping on the fangoria with the guy's what guts dripping out. Yeah. Gross stuff. That was cool. When he gets chopped in the taint. Yeah. As stupid as it is for this guy to be hand walking everywhere, I like that at least three other scenes of this movie, internally, you're like, man, this asshole just keeps walking on his hands the whole time. 
and I love that they paid it off. It, it just occurred to me, is this, uh, maybe him and Shelly, they're the roommates. Are they going to clown college? Yeah, are these guys in like a prop? <gasps> like, they're are both they performers juggle- here? They're both juggling. Oh Shelly's got a whole bag of tricks. <gasps> he's walking on his hands like he's an acrobat. High wire guy oh, or something, and Shelly's like the clown, but they're like in circus. They're like school. a vaudeville duo, something like that, right? They gotta be. This guy, <laughs> they're both jugglers. Oh my god, they're both like visual, physical comedians. Yeah, and that's why they're there. putting. A, oh my god, breakthrough! They're in some sort of circus camp or something for sure. Wow, it's gotta be. And they let. There's nothing but babes on this trip. <laughs> Where did they? This is, I can babes get, love juggling. Clearly. Apparently, I don't know. The great shot is these guys have no charm whatsoever. We have so many shots of these girls looking bored out of their skulls with these dudes. Yeah. The great shot of the two juggling and being all competitively into it, like seeing who's gonna out juggle the other, and then it cuts to the shot of these girls on the couch, just like the driest women ever. <laughs> <laughs> just bone dry man yeah like if vera wasn't into shelly before the (laughs) apple juggling ain't helping it's incredible how much slack shelly gets on his rope to begin with yeah but these girls i don't think would take much to be charmed and these guys are just running in the other direction of trying to of trying to do this the barest minimum yeah to woo these ladies Terrible, terrible reads, guys. (laughs) Terrible. But, man, this movie rocks. It really actually does. It it really does, right? Yeah, I was, again, like I said earlier, I I was sitting there going like, I'm actually really liking this. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. I expected to be like, oh my God, Shelly, this thing again. I read that that disappointment once you knew we were down to Manhattan or three. It's like, all right, another time where our like number ones are not the movie we're talking about. And then again, the only relief in your, in your sigh was that it was not Manhattan. Yeah. We were not spending our night on a boat. Well, I, I, as soon as the first one that the, the first pick of, of our night that got eliminated was, Jason goes yeah, to hell. we got that. I was like, okay, we're fine. You I knew don't you were at watch... least breathing a little easier, like, man. If I have to work all day and then watch Jason goes <laughs> to hell until midnight, it's a long day. Our first two eliminations were that and the 2009. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. I was fully expecting that to do that fun, one. Though. That I've never fun. seen it. I'm going in open eyes. Do you know uh, anything about it? Nothing. Or like, okay, I won't. Honestly, say nothing. It's pretty I'm good. Just though. wait until what another month and a half till there's another Friday the Thirteenth. I, I, I don't know how the lunar calendar works. I think you might dig it, but. But I'm I'm pumped. But the the actual horror to end this movie, some scary stuff. When we get to yeah. Chris's struggle with Jason, that's a scary scene. When she keeps falling over, getting her ankles grabbed, tripped up, it's like the end of Texas Chainsaw. Kind of scary, yeah. you know? Yeah, she feels unhinged. Yeah. Like, she feels real when she's screaming and... She uh, yeah, the whole final chase between him and her. He grabs her through the window. Going and she's out, hanging oh, there, yeah, going oh. out the window. She's hitting him with the big wood. Yeah, she just can't uh, get away. Her van breaks you, down. You start feeling oh. really tired. Yeah. for her, like she's running. She's she's uh, it's getting a great back chase. into the barn, and it's just like this guy will not quit. Mm-mm. I'm like I'm exhausted. Yeah, down by her. the lake, into the barn, up to the loft in the barn. She's just running and running. Man, missing the machete shot in the door. There was three moments in this movie, I think a couple of them during that chase, where I like jumped 
at a knife lunging direct. Once Jason starts lunging that knife towards the screen, that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. I had this thought when uh, she tries to barricade the barn door. And then oh, he just yeah. kind of pushes through it and pushes it up. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like exactly what happens at the end of two, the beginning of this one, <laughs> where he's trying to get into the shack. And he's like, so him? I just said him being like, this ain't my first rodeo. Lady. Yeah, I've <laughs> broken through some doors I don't know now. what I'm doing here. Like, this guy is. At the end of two, I love how long it takes him to break through that yeah. door. That's a long hole that he's chopping through that door. So I like in this one, he's like, oh, and actually, I can, if I can just kind of slip my arm <laughs> yeah. through here, I can oh, just kind of save better. myself a lot of chopping time. <laughs> he's, yeah. uh, again, he's, he learned how long that chopping slowed him down. He's getting good at this killing thing. <laughs> and I also like that this one just, yeah, there's no pretense of like, he kills teenagers because of this curse. And yeah, this it's like, he's killing everybody. He's just chopping. He's killing he's shop killing, owners. Yeah. He's killing bikers. He loves its taste hippies. at this point, man. Yeah, he's, he's targeting everyone. We also yeah. get a bunch of great <laughs> gleeful tongue out mask off Jason doing a lot of like <laughs> <laughs> like running through the houses. Just like I love that they give us the sicko, just like toxic Avenger droopy eye mask, like <laughs> like looking through windows like a total freak. Yeah. Love that kind of cheap aspect of it. Like we get this gorgeous, like all strings score like it's bernard herman playing over a guy that's just like <laughs> i know i know you're getting this like classical like sweeping score and then it's just like <laughs> when, the, when the scott thompson biker was walking through the barn it that's was this, that long note that yeah, he was it was holding. this gorgeous like de palma kind of score it's like is this guy cribbing from hitchcock just to have a and then it shows the guy at the end this gorgeous manfredini score Again, it might be his best Friday the 13th score, and I love all of his. He did most of them. But it's just him just, like, kind of jacking it through a window, just like, eh. <laughs> like and It's just, like, this great, like, do-do-do-do-do. I love it. I love it. I love the budget allocation of this flick. But the effects looked good, too. All these kills look good, as silly as kind of the rubbery mask Jason looks. I love it. Oh, no. Well, yeah, when we see that rubber Rick head pop yeah. open with oh, the, with the, the eyeball, eyeball, 3D eyeball popping into your face. Love that. That is a. It is so weird that they thought they had to put in juggling or yo-yoing. Or, you know what people are like? When they open up a van and shit falls towards the camera. <laughs> That'll get them. Because you actually get the harpoon coming through the eye. <laughs> is a jump-in-your-seat moment, man. Yeah. Imagine how that looked in the theater. Right through her eye socket, and Rick's eyeball popping right towards you. That's. I'm that's sure there was cinema. just. I'm sure the like Paramount was just like, I need some sort of at at the screen effect every two and a half minutes, or else we'll lose them. Yeah, we need. We, we're gonna lose these kids. Yeah, I mean, whoever was advising this movie, this made forty million in eighty two dollars. I think it was made for like four million. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is yeah. a this is a smash hit. Did good. This ensured that we'd be seeing Jason for at least another decade. I mean, smash hit. Now, when you're talking a three D eyeball popping out at you. During the three D craze a lot I didn't see Martin Scorsese's Hugo in three <laughs> in three D. And I'm sure it was majestic, but I guarantee it didn't have a eyeball. <laughs> out on the longest it didn't strand. have it didn't have the guts <laughs> it didn't have the guts to do that like maybe <laughs> it did so maybe baby. 3d hugo's fucked i don't know but man i think outside of shelly <laughs> this is this is like my friday the 13th i love this movie 
This is great. This is probably like top five for me now. It's uh, every it's new a lot every of fun. time I watch a Friday the Thirteenth movie, it gets bumped into my top yeah. five. It's a constantly rotating list that's wholly dependent on what you I've were most juggling seen. these movies. Not unlike Shelley juggling some apples. Just a way you gotta. The key to going to clown college is you have to practice on the weekends. You yeah. don't just practice when you're at the clown college with your vaudeville trunk partner. Totally. What a couple of dweebs. Yeah, you got to keep it up, even at the cabin. Man, these guys never pay attention to the women at these cabins. Un- un- inconceivable. Or they're Rick, and they're just like, there's only so many <laughs> cold <laughs> showers I can take before I will force myself <laughs> upon that, you. dropped like, the third line into this movie. No, he was, it was, yeah, he was too far in the other direction. Like, Man. And then he's like, I th- you know, I gave up... Uh, Going out with some other chick to be here with you. Did they make one of the girls Everything randomly he... pregnant? Yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> I never noticed that before. The one that the the horniest one that her and the yeah. acrobat are doing it the whole time. That was a real like She's Michael like, Myers eating know, like I'm a pregnant. raw dog moment where I was like, Is that a bit in there? I've never noticed that. That seems like I would have heard that before. Guess, yeah, I've never a... noticed this girl being pregnant. I guess he kills a pregnant girl in the yeah. movie. <laughs> I've never never heard of that conundrum like, before. He just slaughters a pregnant lady. I wonder why right? they did that. He does it through the torso, too. Jesus. Oh, that's a twofer. What a... <laughs> Man. Pro-choice Jason. Yikes. But Jesus. I never noticed that detail. They make... They have to... It has to be real. I don't think I imagined it. Because she made some other... Because they're passing the joint around. And she goes, real nice. The pregnant girl. Yeah, she definitely makes a comment about being pregnant at the beginning in the van. Yeah. Never comes up again. Never comes up again. And she's the only one in a bikini. Yeah. Looks great. And she's the only one that screws, I think. Yeah, Yeah, she's the one in the shower, too. And then we have to think about (laughs) for nothing. I mean, that's when you get down to it. Nine people getting slaughtered in a cab. It's, it's, Man, it's a, that's just salt the wound a, from Jason. A, not a happy event <laughs> What a real rough life. weekend. That, that's why we need these movies. We need that chance to like, <laughs> like laugh and this enjoy something. messed up. Because the real life day is just like, oh yeah, that there's a murder-suicide in town. Yeah, Jason's going around killing pregnant women. But, hey. I don't know, Crystal Lake got a lot darker. It's fun when it's at Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing. Oh man, these cops... We get like a mustache Seymour Cassell type shown at the end. And he's outright just saying, because Chris just survived the worst night of her life. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, she's pretty fucked. Chris is basically <laughs> Barbara Crampton at the end of From Beyond. Chris like, is she's, amazing. She's at the end. Uh, completely off the deep end. And he's just like manhandling her, shoving her in the Shove, place. Grabbing her by her sweater. All right, shut up, crazy She's girl. like going Isabella Johnny crazy. She's full, just eyes wide, cackling. Like, yeah. Love Chris's end breakdown, man. She's messed up. And I love that they gave her the moment of recognizing Jason, of her going, you. She's like, this, you really, like, she's being haunted. She's being literally haunted by this guy. Pretty great finish for that. Yeah. They they really nail a lot of the finishes. How good did the water, the coming up on the boat, Mm. the 3D look, her in that canoe, she gets so... You talk about MacGuffins when she wakes up screaming in the boat from a start after she's paddled out on the lake and hallucinated Jason and like jerking it in the window yeah. before bursting through a screen door. Then like a bird whips <laughs> by her. <laughs> spooked by a log. Like a log the... bumps into her boat and she's just like, ah! <gasps> no, to me, the weirder part is that the, the, the log hits the boat. She's like, ah! 
And then she just like very slowly goes to touch the log. Oh like, man. Is the log there? Maybe she was here in that Manfredini held note and she's like, Jason's under this it log. It takes her like eight seconds of film time to reach her hand down and push this log away. And it is like At that wow. point, man, I mean she did for a girl who hesitated for zero seconds in hooking a noose around maybe still probably alive Jason's neck. She was crawling all over that body. Hooking <laughs> up the proper harnessing to him. She was spending a lot of time in full grasp. Well, she was of doing Jason. the thing that we always say in the movies like, finish him. Like, yeah. make sure he's dead. Don't just hit him once with a hat pin and then drop the knife. She, was, she gave Curtis. him one club to like the back of the shoulders. And I was like, cave that skull <laughs> Keep in. Keep going. Yeah. At he's, least she had the foresight to be like, all right, let me. Hang this dude. Let me, let me take my years of not training to good <laughs> use here. Real time hoist Jason up here. But again, it led to him him hanging there as well. God, what a moment. Him yeah. unhooking himself from the noose. Ugh. That's awful. Yeah. So yeah, she's just run through it. And then she it's like the sound effects editor is really just getting a lot of his like uh his <laughs> He's like, no, no, no! I want a duck to just fly right past her head. I don't want to just wing her. Really, just want to make her just lose it. Yeah, and she lost it, man. Like you said, yeah, Barbara Crampton at the end of From Beyond, one of the best. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, anytime someone's like laughing in insanity at the end of a horror movie, it's like, yeah, love a good, love a good, good gone mad ending, yeah. right? And this, oh. And then it hits us with that funky talking heads disco. Yeah, then it's right, back, to, that, yeah. back to the cocaine. It's like the long right shot over the yeah. Jason Crystal Lane Lake cocaine there with disco. the axe in his head. And it's like... Yeah, it really gets into the funky... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a real funky outro. Yeah, yeah. J- Also, these cops all just love leaving Jason just lying. They love it. It's so it. funny. So, again, that's like at the beginning of four, I'm pretty sure it's nighttime and there's like a sheet over him. <laughs> and that's why everything is so like. Someone like they sheeted him. It's so weird because the series is like, especially two, three, and four all take place in like the same weekend, essentially. Mm-hmm. But like they don't take the time to make it the same as <laughs> yeah. before. Like he's a little it's different. Spiritually in the same, I guess. Yeah. It's everybody's slightly so alternate like, Crystal Lake wait, timeline. I thought, I thought it was under a sheet in the barn. Wait, no, I guess that was in four. <laughs> That's what I love about that. X that they just made the whole they they like went full meta with it and made Crystal Lake all digital. It's yeah. all like a virtual reality. I kind of like that as a meta twist on the where we eventually get ten movies later. I don't think we get to ten movies without the smashing box office success of. 3D man, a new dimension. I'm sure it was. I'm sure as a horror snob, seeing Creep Show in 1982 is like, yes, obviously <laughs> the thing is a great horror movie. That was a scary film, but God, this is a fun time, man. This yeah, movie rules. Hard to hard to think of a more fun time you would have at the theater. Yeah, this might be the. This has to be the most fun yeah. of the Friday. Nah, Jason X is more fun. That was out. That had outright jokes written into it. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. It, it just has a lot of awkward, like, people looking at each other. That's <laughs> yeah. the joke. This has some comedy. This has some of that. This has a lot of great effects and great horror. But, yeah, Jason X has actual good jokes. But mm. this is a, this is a nonstop thrill ride. For as weird as the pacing is, the pacing's also really good. 
Once it gets going. It gets going. It gets going. Ah, I love Harold. Yeah. I like that slice of Harold at the beginning. Sure. Who it gets doesn't? us out to Crystal Lake. Came to this. It did come to this. I have what we'll have to cover at oh, some yeah. point, man. I have the novelization of Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. 3D. It's on the cover of the book. <laughs> It's impossible. It's novelization. And it says, it says, I love this, now a major motion picture. Now? Why <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me the novel came Ooh. first? What if there's a version of that novel where it's like, soon to be a soon major Soon to be a major. Picture. Yeah. I mean, did Paramount, did Paramount send out paper, like a signet paperback before the movie? Is I that how if, horror movies were hyped? I then? wonder if that book has got all the rape stuff in it. <laughs> That was in the original. All the stuff that got edited. I wonder how deeply they get into uh, Jason processing taking an infant's life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I wonder if there's a pregnancy thing in the book. It's like a two hundred page book. I wonder how deeply they get into this. I wonder how awful Shelley is. You have to read that now. I'm gonna read this book. Yeah, Michael Avalone. Maybe it says that they're in clown college. Like maybe it like clarifies. This is where they fill in the backstory. Oh god, totally where we have to find out. We're gonna be doing our. A full episode on oh, the man. novelization. Is there a podcast where people just do novelizations of horror movies? Because oh, it has to. I kind of want to do the that. Pro- they're all the problem with horror novelizations. They're all really rare. Because mm. believe it or not, most people that went to bookstores to buy books were not looking for Friday the Thirteenth Part Three Three D, the novel. So there's not <laughs> not a lot yeah. of them out there. I know there's a Part Five novelization. <laughs> Love doing it. that somebody got that gig <laughs> <laughs> what a great gig so i just watched this movie and kind of flesh this shelly guy out. they're like oh no it's there's no movie it's soon to be a major motion soon picture. soon by the we'll time get there. you publish it it we might have a depending movie. on how good you write this book <laughs> <laughs> then maybe we'll get this paramount Austin, picture who, who's the author then? all right 200 pages i'm diving immediately into this yeah i mean now a major motion picture you got Jose Feliciano. Hey, you got no complaints. You no complaints. If you haven't revisited this one in a while, it's a it's a grower. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. If you have a chance to see it in 3D, we got Friday. We got two days to Friday the 13th. You got time to squeeze yeah. in 3D. You come over to my house. We'll put the glasses on. Hell yeah. You'll get the effects. Have a good one. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Good night. <laughs>